0: Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Chase Bethia for A Ground, a game made by three people, and it looks like I could easily spend a few hundred hours of my life in this without missing a beat. I really like this soundtrack because, as usual with Chase, his music is eclectic but literal. Uh, Like, he'll make a track about water, and it'll sound exactly like water, but it won't sound anything like what you or I would have thought it would sound like if that makes any sense. Uh, It's just fun to hear his uh, his musical take on things. But first, Chase and I start talking about uh, the game and its similarities to another game that absorbed many hours of my life. Let's just talk about the Minecraft rat hole. I went down for way too long and (laughs) never even, I never even got to the end game. I never got to, I I could never get down to an underwater dungeon without one of those eyeball thingies, squid thing, whatever they were, killing me. Like I couldn't, like I, I barely touched that game and I spent just way too much time in it so (laughs) when I see a game like A Ground and I see that it's like that only you know clearly a twist on it and then but then you can like have tanks and planes and stuff you like build all that stuff I was just like no I can't. And then they give you like eight hours for free or some like demo. Like I'm like, yeah, they know. They know that's the smartest (laughs) move they did. And and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. No, nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, if I can, if I may, you know, coerce you in some way (laughs) or cajole you, rather. yes you want this is what you want to be saying is because that soon when it becomes more on a mobile type of platform oh no. in the future it's, it'll be on all consoles and switch then you can you know as long as you know where you're going about you can just play as you go oh and no. you it has a cloud <laughs> version so you can save and whatnot so you've played the demo and you understand like yeah it's more than it's about three to eight hours of just the demo and yeah. there's tips and tricks to it it's but you've also probably noticed it's narratively driven, but also gives you freedom to go along different paths. So you can go into a magic path or you can go a science path, and there's space firing as well. And it, 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 it seems overwhelming, Emily, but I promise you it's not. It's more of like <laughs> a okay, I had a long day. You know, but I'm gonna just slowly unwind. I'm not trying. To, I'm trying to hop in and hop out of something, which is something I usually like games of, right? I yeah. can just hop in, hop out. I don't need to do much, and right. you just dive right in and take your time. There's tips and tricks. There's a whole community behind it to help you accelerate faster. Like just yesterday in the Discord, someone was playing through the new sound effects I was making, and he was like, "Okay, well, I've already got to the magic path in like under an hour." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I say yes you say no <laughs> but i say yes i was like man
0: then 17 <laughs> hours later you haven't eaten you missed the window to pay the bill on time
1: like you're <laughs> no, 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 no. like i said totally hop in hop out think breath of the wild hop in hop out okay. that is totally exactly kind of how the game is pretty yeah. much in a sense structured and not influenced by any way at least on the developer side from it in terms of Breath of the Wild, but more. It's just really just, you know, I need something not too heavy, not too crazy. I got quests that can do things It'll take me a couple hours to do this. And you feel progression. That is what a ground is about. You feel progression. Yeah. Less grind, more progression. That is what I think hooks people f- quite fast, honestly. Like, you don't realize that you have this. I've seen people play the game when I was at E3 this earlier this year. We were at the mixed party. And I see the facial expression on them, and I'm like, it got them. <laughs> as soon as they, they, they don't move often, they're not fidgeting, they're just yep. focused. It's in within <laughs> two to three minutes. It's it's scary because that's how it got me when I had the prototype a long time ago. I was like, oh, wow. Funny. Oh, okay. It's like this.
0: I mean, it looks beautiful, and it really did, like, I, I almost got the shakes just watching the trailer, just, I was like, wow, this this looks wonderful, and and I do love that there are all these different paths you can take, and, uh, you know, it's kind of, um, it's definitely like a retro uh, art, and, and therefore yeah. your music takes that, that route, too, so let's talk about your music. Now that we've established, we know the game looks amazing and is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone should play it. Uh, but but let's talk about, about the music and uh, how you went about creating it. Because there's a ton of it.
1: Yeah, there is. And I think there's about 28 tracks over an hour of music. It's way more over, way well yeah, over yeah. an hour. Yeah. Uh, about 100, and, 100 minutes of music at least. <laughs> yeah, yep, uh, yep. Yeah. and
0: and and they're long tracks too I would imagine because you spend time in all these areas and and the like I would imagine
1: right so that was going into it when I was playing the demo and the build back in, in July of like I think it was 2017 and uh, it actually for the track no boundaries it took me three months to write that because I I had crafted the concept of the idea when i was playing it but i needed it to be exactly how i wanted it to sound and so i did something a little bit different which is i just kind of went with what the game was telling me which was about taking the slow path to build something up and crafting it Mm -hmm. and just did that with the music so i Went through every single sample library I had to find certain patches, to craft certain patches within certain synthesizers, to find certain loops, to reorder them. Not just kind of just throw something quick together because creativity was happening fast. I just took mm-hmm. a slow approach to it. And it's funny, the developer was, wasn't was quite happy with that. He was like, really, <sighs> music?" and I was like, just trust me, I need this. I need this one. When I finish it, it'll be right. And people loved it. And even yes. the artist wasn't sure about it. he's like, "I'm not sure this fits." and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> just play it with the game, and you'll see and <laughs> sure enough, and the approach that I took with that along was a through composed technique, which I'm sure you're absolutely familiar with, but
0: yeah, like but you were saying, yeah,
1: yeah it this was important because. You are playing the game for a long period of time and the one thing I was trying to avoid was monotony and especially with the players that are going to be in certain areas for a long time up and down up and down back and forth up and down and the with all the variables that go along with it since we didn't really have any middleware to kind of help with it I had to I took a more of a native approach by just crafting the music to be just different all the time and also Was inspired by a technique that Alfred Hitchcock had done, which was talking about in one of his interviews that he says, "Oh, like show me what's going to be next. Uh, I know what's going to happen." The viewer would say, and he says, "Do you?" Hmm. And I was like, "That's how I need to write the music." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really what my sound has actually been the entire time. It's it's all over the place, but it makes sense, and I'm figuring. (laughs) For anything in game audio for the future, we've heard a lot of the same stuff things before. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much 2020. Why not try these type of techniques going forward and natively? And then when we combine it with technology, how will that accentuate the process and the experiences?
0: You know, you explained that some of these tracks are quite long. You know, the, I would say they average four minutes. There's some, there's uh, one that's almost six minutes. Uh, you know, it's that's time-consuming, and, and there's a lot of layers going on here. It's not just a guitar and a dude singing for six minutes you know what I mean <laughs> and there's complexity in that so don't jump down my throat everyone but I'm just saying like <laughs> like uh, uh, that that's really time consuming so how how long were you working on this music
1: uh, I've been working on the music for about two a little over two years
0: okay I mean that seems that like uh, there are Not unusual that someone would say two years, but I guess it depends on how much (laughs) over those two years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, some of the time I wouldn't have certain areas crafted out. I would only have bits and pieces of the art that was shared in the certain Slack channels between the three of us because it really is only a three-person team and so it's the artist doing all of the art it's the programmer doing all the programming and then it's me doing all the music and the sound design with some implementation for the sound design as well (laughs) and i was on a i was on a trajectory to finish a track a week but in some cases creativity doesn't always hit you and some days you don't feel well Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) i would have to extrapolate that time overall like for example i believe like with grimoire architect i have a i have it in like a journal that i keep for every project and i if i recall i think it that one took me that was a little bit of a challenge because i was away from it for a month oh. and i don't recall why necessarily oh I, I remember now. i was like oh i was on it for full time i went to vac- on vacation in san diego and it was one of the hardest tracks to finish because i was away from it for a long time about a month mm-hmm. so i didn't have any game reference to the area okay. but i was continuing with the workflow but the piece was difficult to pick up again mm-hmm. which I've, I'm, it sometimes happens when you're away from something either inspiration will hit you or it doesn't <laughs> and yeah. that's what something was kind of came overcame me but I, I had a mini writer's block, so I tried some scales, I tried a new synth idea that I had recorded earlier in the year, and this was also between practicing some new chord progressions and trying arpeggio with certain scales that the practices and some of the notes that I sung into my phone became significant in the progress within the piece
0: um a lot of these tunes have uh just a really cool funk like i'm not like james brown funk but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you know like just some cool just grooves to them and um I love the groove in Nightly, so if you'd tell me about that, that'd be great.
1: Yeah. So Nightly was inspired by Breath of the Wild because they have night themes. And I was like, oh well, if we put night time in the game, I might have to do at least do one night theme that will yeah. kind of kind of give the, the mood of you're still working at night, you're still mining and resourcing and building, crafting, trying to finish different quests. And so I did come up with the the tiny theme that I had. And then throughout that, I wanted it to feel – it was just it, – it just needed to just be carefree mm-hmm. and not so pressurized so that it – it just gives you a sense of just like things are kind of okay, but things are not necessarily okay because there's different creatures out at night. So it had like a Pokemon type of experience as well, which was, which I can recall from like gold and silver. If you were out in the field catching Pokemon at night, there were different creatures. And so that kind of happens in the game for ground as well. So there's things that are unsettling, but I wanted it to just kind of have this bouncy feel, but not as harsh and then I also, near the end of the track, pulled <laughs> from some part of my childhood past and threw a little Notorious B.I.G. in their homage. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that one or anyone has. There's a lot I, of secrets, actually. Within.
0: I didn't, but I'm sure going to try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I added a little bit of a drum rhythm to kind of like, change it a little bit up, but it <laughs> It's pretty noticeable that I found that. And I was like, I have to have this in here. It feels so good.
0: Nice.
1: And yeah, I just was experimenting with instruments, honestly. Like what instruments scream nighttime? What does that really sound like? And so I was thinking of like light marimbas and soft synths and things of that nature but just it since it's a ground it always needs to feel like progression so the beat needs to keep changing and driving forward.
0: And then there's one I'm not sure how to say, Terragonavian. Terrag say it.
1: Terragonavian.
0: They I was close. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> <I> just <laughs> said each syllable with equal emphasis.
1: <laughs> so Terragonavian means dragon uh sh- dragon airship. There's two actually different separate words, so I believe it Terragon means oh. dragon. Okay. Yeah, like a sort sort of a dragon type. And then avian, I believe, is like in flight, right? I believe that it is, right? I'm a- checking.
0: Avian is a flight word, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's literally what it means in the game. <laughs> you have <laughs> a dragon ship. <laughs> So I merged the words together. That's all. I love that. That's all that means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a cool track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's one of the shorter ones, too. Yeah. I wrote that, I think, in under an hour. Oh, my God. I, I think I think I wrote it in like 30 minutes, to be honest with you. And okay. then I was like, I don't know if they're going to like this, but I'm going to just send it over. But uh, Turgonavian is actually a sleeper hit. I was sick. <laughs> Earlier this year, after I'd made the track, I think two months had passed, and for some reason I was humming this that theme, like, da, 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 like just the scale, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is that from? And I was like, oh, I wrote that, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, okay, it's, it's catchy? kind of catchy, yeah, and I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was catchy when I wrote it at all, I was just trying to figure out what a dragon ship sounded like, because you're inside of a monstrous type of being that you have created obviously from a dragon and now you're in space with it. So okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that, that, is, that was kind of like, what is that? Is, What's is that gonna sound like? Is it gonna sound kind of dark or is it gonna sound kind of weird? Or what, what does it really mean? Right. But I wanted, it needs to feel like it's alive. And so you're not necessarily in danger, but the ship is your ally. And, but and I was trying to just figure out what does that sound like and if so it's end up just feeling more tribal and I love it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> about ancient aquatic energy.
1: I did my absolute best to channel what water would sound like in music. This one, I honestly, I was just in the, the mood for just really playing around with different synths and instruments that I could match the game, which was a little tough. But what saved me was just being free with chord progressions and just in small arpeggios and then just orchestrating it into its own style and form and then having like a tiny like counter melody behind there that you didn't feel not trying to pull attention to the music i'm trying to accentuate the game and so when you submerge into this big ocean within the game it's pretty massive and you get deeper as deep as you can go underground you can go as deep as the ocean and as well and there's a lot of wow. things in it and i'm actually afraid of the ocean personally like my girlfriend is taking me kayaking when we first started dating and I was scared for my life, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I'm gonna die out here, and my mom's gonna be very upset that I went on the ocean. just being in the ocean because it's not there's no the bottom of it is yeah still, you can't see it that's not like I a know. pool yeah and so I, i'm not comfortable with it and so i was just thinking of more of what what are you gonna what are you gonna encounter there and so i thought to also include more of a, a deeper type of Genre, more uh, like a tone, but like I also accentuate a different genre in it near the end and add some type of Greek mythology into it. And so I was trying to emulate sirens. And that's really what you kind of hear with that that light singing that's going on. And I added a ton of different effects. And then out of nowhere, I add a bossa nova feel. Because why not? If I'm gonna be in the ocean, I'm gonna be afraid. I need something to calm me down. And I was like, well, what would calm me down musically? I heard like this bossa nova with this siren. And I was like, okay, well, can I pull that off? And I'm just kind of like, well, we're just gonna put it in there. And there it is. And it felt like it felt like good energy. And so then I do name every single I think about every track that I write. I think about what it means before I write it. And so I try to just incorporate that throughout the entire piece. And that's Ancient Aquatic Energy for you. Uh,
0: What were uh, some of your personal faves?
1: My personal favorites are the Blue Marble, Colonial Function, Technically, Dance with Dragons and Brave Crusader
0: love love all those answers (laughs) (laughs) uh why if you can answer that you know concisely
1: (laughs) all right i like the challenge (laughs) yep uh the blue marble was very challenging it was i was supposed to write about what a post-apocalyptic earth would be like but it's not totally dead (laughs) It's more barren, and you're reminiscent of the nostalgia. Now, first of all, I don't know what that. I can't really pull from that. I don't. I don't live on post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Earth. So <laughs> yeah. it was. It was very interesting to pull all these ideas together and be, put myself in a mindset, whereas, and that would that that would be like that in the game. Yeah. And I wrote it. <laughs> With that in mind, we can only function. It was a little bit... That was that was kind of tough as well. I wrote that one in a different time signature I haven't experienced with before. It was like 6'4". And there's not too many popular songs that I could pull from for that. And I was also trying to make it feel happy because there's a certain part in the game where it is telling you, hey, you're kind of saved. So feel good. You got all this nice tech that you can use and... You're gonna be totally fine. It just needed to feel right and I didn't I didn't have anything that felt like that in the entire soundtrack yet. So I was like, okay, let's try 6-4 and see where we go. And it was a little bit tough, but I'm happy how that came out as well. The other one was Brave Crusader, and I I actually wrote this track during The fires that happened almost a year ago in California, yeah, and I had to ride it. It was very. I had to like move my mobile. I had to move the entire rig. It's not really mobile at all. Hmm. And move the entire rig to different houses I was staying at, you know, to avoid all my hard work being (laughs) destroyed. Wow. Uh, Because. to evacuate, but I was so excited to write this track initially. I had to write some of these in order in terms of how the demo and updates were coming out, and I actually wanted to write this track like I wanted it to be the third track I wrote, but it ended up being like the tenth. I enjoyed it so much that I pulled from some of Wind Waker for inspiration and some of the, a little theme that I had had like for months and I just wanted to make sure that, that which it felt like you were on a journey that you were that you were always exploring and no matter what and just just so feel such a feel good in fact the for this track there is a bonus Section near the end. It's actually longer on the soundtrack than it is in the game, because the developer thought the piece was like kind of going a little too, too dark. But it's I was like, eh, it's actually not. It's just it's just taking you a little bit beyond. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <there's, laughs> a bonus for people who have the soundtrack there. Uh-huh. Technically is special because I pulled from the uh, early artist that I used to listen to from my mom and my dad and it is the artist is Jean-Luc Ponty. Jean he inspired me for technically in terms of like his violin runs and yeah. his his honestly his technique <laughs> and technically is supposed to be an advanced version of when you're getting the hang of science. And things are really picking up. And so I wanted it to make it, I wanted the player to feel like they really are getting the hang of it. To give a shout out to the, the ground community because they're part of the reason the soundtrack has grown in the way that it has because they have appreciated the sound that i've put into it and with the restrictions of the sample palette that i've stuck to for the entire soundtrack in order to create some things i mean i hired a couple different musicians for different pieces like hive dive havoc and Subaquatic metropolis to pull off certain moods and sounds that I wanted to achieve. There's a lot of Easter eggs in the soundtrack as well, whether it be the name or it be certain samples within, like one dis- community member has already found one. in one of the pieces, I believe it was Door to the Spirit World and doing different vocoder techniques that I've never done before and different oh. sampling styles. There is a, a hidden message in one of the tracks for Nelia and the Mui Bar M Bar, uh, that's actually an Elvish, but it's a specific Elvish language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that piece is written in thirteen sixteen, and only one of my friends has figured out the time signature. I was experimenting a lot, I figured with if you can do a lot in the game, you definitely do a lot in the soundtrack, and you know how I how I usually type, I like to explore more than what things I've done before to kind of push the sound a little bit further. And the, honestly, I have to thank Shikan the Forever Man on Sega Genesis for inspiring that Nelia and the Mue Bar and Bar track, which really translates to Alien Homeworld.
0: Yeah, no, I I encourage the same because it's a, it's a good time. Jace, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to get caught up with you.
1: Thank you, Emily. It's a pleasure speaking with you and hearing what your your favorites are as well, and catching some of the things that I've written.
0: Thanks for listening to episode 117 of Level with Emily Reese. You can learn more about Chase Bethea at ChaseBethea.com. That's Chase, and then Bethia is spelled B-E-T-H-E-A. And you can see a full playlist at Patreon.com slash Level. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily. And learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services and composer Brad Gentle. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media, Inc.